With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by Juicy Jim Eichenhofer. Uh, man, you know, it's it's been a fun day around the Pelicans uh, facility. People are getting into the uh, the the. The mood, it, it seems like uh, it seems like people are already in early season form. You included. You've been dunking on people just at the trash can and stuff. Of course. It's good to see you in form, man. Thanks, Joe. You know, it's funny. You usually go with a vocab word that you have to go to the uh, deep into the dictionary or yeah, something that would have shown up on the SAT. Yeah. But juicy, it reminds me of like, should I have walked in with those those booty shorts that say juicy you on really them? I think that would have been a really good look I for me. I thought you'd like that Christmas present. You haven't worn them yet, but it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's a juicy gym. Everybody knows him as that around here. We just kept it a little in-house <laughs> secret. Uh, but yeah, and, and speaking of, of juicy secrets, one of our favorite people uh, in sports media is going to be our guest today, Michelle Beadle. Uh, you may know her from her time at ESPN. She is now the host of Run It Back on FanDuel, and uh, she is part of the Spurs broadcast team. The dreaded Spurs. Uh, it seems like every every time the Spurs have a down year, it's like, when are they going to come a juggernaut again? Oh, they got Wimby. Looks like uh, they may be on the verge of it again, my friend. Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed the Pelicans' 4-0 sweep over San Antonio last season, oh, great. which was actually the first time in franchise history that the Pelicans have done that where they've they've they had swept them before but never 4-0 I believe in a, feels a series like it too. So yeah. that was great. That was a lot of fun. The previous couple of years before that the Spurs really were not a great team or they were kind of below average and they still gave the Pelicans a, a lot of fits. Yeah. So I was happy to see them be down as much as they were last year. And I was hoping that that was a long-term thing that we could really settle yeah. in uh, and get used to. Throw but some a, dirt on their grave. I don't. Huh? I don't think that's going to be the case, though. No. I think Wemby's going to revitalize that franchise. That and, Wemby hand reaching through the dirt like a thriller scene or something. <laughs> he is just ready. And yes. any pop coach team is always going to be good. You know, mm-hmm. they're at least going to give you fits. And uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting seeing the uh, the time of Wimby. It seems like uh, these generational talents happen more frequently now. It used to be like, oh, there was Jordan and then mm-hmm. there was LeBron. And now it seems like every few years, like, oh, we had Zion. And yeah. then there's Wimby. And who knows who the next generational talent is going to be next season probably. But uh, it seems like, well, like we're one of those teams that has one of those cornerstones. They now have one of those cornerstones. It's going to be interesting to watch how that shakes out. Uh, but uh, we have Michelle Beadle, who covers the team, joining us on the podcast. So excited to get to her. Uh, so let's talk to Michelle now.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, we are so excited to, to have her on here. Uh, I've been a fan of, of her work for a long time on various uh, other venues and, and excited to see her work with the Spurs, uh, the dreaded Spurs, as we've been talking about <laughs> on this podcast, the host of Run It Back on FanDuel, Michelle Beadle. Michelle, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Excited for the season? We're excited. I mean, it must be a very exciting to be a Spurs fan. The poor beleaguered Spurs, you know, just as a <laughs> franchise, having to just go through the muck for so many years without a, a tie. It's just good for y'all, you know, good for y'all. Getting no, thank, thank you. You know, I'm, I find that there aren't a lot of people understanding like you are, and I appreciate <laughs> that you understand that it's been a hard road. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you finally a break? <laughs> by the way, how did you make it through those like Two or three it's, but just brutal seasons. It's been since 2014. I mean, good yeah. gracious. How did you do well, it? Well, I try to tell people that was nine years ago. I, I don't know how, <laughs> We're all how everybody else handled then. it, but that's a really long time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, well, look, it, it's going to be exciting to see Wimby uh, playing with that Spurs team. Uh, again, they had a, a little downtime uh, there, and then they got Wimby. So that's good to see for y'all. Uh, what are you excited to see? What do you think? I mean, obviously he's an alien, uh, but what do you think he's going to bring to the team that, that's really going to bring fans out and uh, make San Antonio the team to watch again? I think it's fascinating so far to kind of see all of the, the questions that he's being asked, not just him. I mean, the idea that we're asking teammates, you know, what happens when that first shove comes from an opponent and, yeah. and who's going to be the guy that steps forward? Like, to me, that's just a funny line of questioning that I'm not necessarily used to hearing about other rookies. So I've enjoyed that. I, I've enjoyed watching him. You know, it's very early, and they've done a good job, as San Antonio tends to do, of, of insulating what they need to insulate and kind of keeping him. But he's also not anybody who needs to be protected in that regard, as Pop has learned as well. Like, he's been front and center, public forward speaking, for quite some time. Um, so he doesn't need that kind of protection. And it's going to be one heck of a hot spotlight when this thing really does finally kick off tomorrow. But I'm just excited because the few 
snippets that we've gotten, the videos that everyone has now seen that have gone viral, it it doesn't look right. Like it looks like, mm-hmm. what am I watching? And I'm listening to guys like Paul George sort of backtrack their comments, their initial comments and be like, man, I, I'm my bad. This is actually special. Like, this is going to be fun to watch. That's crazy to me. So, yeah, the target's going to be big, and we get it, and we know why. But I also think we're going to see some stuff that's going to make even the, the, the most cynical person sort of take notice. Yeah, some of the stuff that I've seen him do off the dribble at 7-4, 7-5, it's like, how is that possible? It, it, some of the stuff that he's done, literally no one over I, – I would say Kevin Durant is probably the tallest person – on the earth that can do stuff like that. And he's probably like six, 11, maybe seven foot to have a guy. I mean, there's never been anyone close to this height that can do some of the stuff that he's done so far. So, I mean, you're, you're right. It's just, it just, it's like adjust your TV set because this is actually really happening. I'm 5'10". I don't have those handles. What's he doing? (laughs) I was going to say like, I'm 5'8 and my grace is zero. So the idea that he's doing that is I'm just watching before our listening audience gets really angry, angry with me. Probably should talk about the Pelicans a little bit. Yeah, it's like, what is this, a Spurs podcast? People are upset. But um, I guess I wanted to know, you know, what are your thoughts about the Pelicans? I mean, is what's your excitement level as far as getting to watch these guys play? And yeah, we've got and our own potential? alien in Zion. Come on. No, you do. You 100% do. And it's funny because I think those comparisons got made, especially right at the beginning. Um, you know, we just talked about Zion this morning. Zion's one of those guys where if you love basketball and you love watching basketball, He's someone you want to be healthy. You want him. I mean, what we got of him last season, and I remember being at at those games in person because that's another thing with Zion, right? Like guys like that that are just different. It's it's wonderful and great to watch on TV, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you get the opportunity to see a guy like Zion Williamson in person, it's just a completely different um, experience. And so I'm I'm like everyone. I don't think I'm saying anything new or, or groundbreaking when. I really hope we get the most of Zion. I hope the health thing sticks. I, I know he struggles with all, all the struggles that the rest of us do as well. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he's just got more eyes on him and, and more expectation than the rest of us. So I, I root for the dude. I love watching him play when he's dominant. Nobody's stopping him. Um, and that's, the, that's what I'm hoping for, for all of us. Not just for you guys, but yeah. on, selfishly for anybody who's watching. Yeah, I think basketball fans would totally be on board with that as and well. And everybody. Selfish. I want Zion. Come on. And you, and you are being selfish. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you know, we've talked about two teams that I think people across the league, between the Spurs and the Pelicans, two teams that people everywhere are excited to watch, especially if the Pelicans are close to full health. I was wondering, you know, Zach Lowe just put out his league pass rankings. Where do you put yep. maybe the Pelicans uh, and the Spurs in your league pass rankings? And, and maybe, and or who are some of the teams that you're most looking forward to watching this season, especially early in the year? I mean, look, I, I don't think either one of us is necessarily going to win a, a championship this season, but I think we, I, you guys have done it already. I mean, we've seen you do it. You guys have been disruptors. Um, I'm realistic. How about that? Okay. I think the Spurs season will be more wins than last year and, and a hell of a lot more fun, um, but I do think that this will be a process, and I think you guys have some players that, that don't back down. That I, I personally, I think Jose Alvarado is such a – a fun dude to root for because yes. he's annoying. But if he's on your team, you're like, yep, love him. Love him so much. He's like the heart and soul. Yeah. Um, so I, it's fun to watch that. I think Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, now that they're getting Chet, we, we get to yeah. actually see Chet. Hopefully that lasts as long as, as humanly possible. I think their squad is almost 
underrated, but I get why. It's because we really haven't had a chance to see what they're going to do. And I think that's going to be a fun team to watch as well. It's, it's crazy. Like, the East is obviously you got your Milwaukee's and your Boston's. I, Philly's a dumpster fire. I don't know how that all plays out. <laughs> yeah. And then the West, you, you know, you juggernauts with the defending champs in Phoenix. But for me, I think it's always fun to kind of see those other teams that maybe none of us are talking about at the beginning, middle of October, and then come, you know, Christmas where all of a sudden it's a new light. So, yeah, I, it's fun to watch the big dogs with all the expectations, but I'm, I'm a big fan of seeing what these younger teams can do that sometimes having not all the expectation or the attention is the best place to be because then you get to just quietly do your job yeah. and surprise some people. You know, you mentioned how I think a lot of people have said that maybe there's a separate tier in the West right now where you have to put Denver in that top category for obvious reasons that they want it. And then Phoenix loaded up with the big three that they have. But after that, I mean, for both the Spurs and the Pelicans, I feel like both teams are in a position where you're looking at your schedule in the West and you're saying like, where is the stretch of games where we're playing against pushovers? What do you think about the West? (laughs) Yeah, we need that. Yeah. What do you think about just how deep the West is right now? It's very deep. I know because you have – I don't know how this whole load management sort of enforcement is going to play out, but I hope, you know, the naive side of me is like, oh, cool. So that means we get to see the Clippers at full strength more than we usually get. You know, teams like that that I'm like, they should be something else, and we haven't had that chance as well. So you're right. The West is, I think the Lakers are starting off the season deeper than they have been in quite some time. Mm -hmm. That's irritating. You've got the Clippers who have two monster stars that would be nice to see them come together and, and do something. Obviously, Denver's on its own. Phoenix has once again got a big three with KD. And, and you know, I, the health thing is always the question. I know we're kicking off the season. Bradley Bill already out of game, so I, I get all that. Um, but the West is always Memphis when Memphis gets things together. We'll yeah. see what, how it happens there. I don't I, It's There's no easy way. You know, maybe maybe Portland will have an off night or maybe Houston will have some off nights. But I don't, I don't count on them as well because I could say as a San Antonio Spurs watcher, playing Houston every single time was rough. Yeah. Like they're never, they don't give up. They're athletic. They're young. They're hungry. So <laughs> there's no gimmies in this league. Yeah. And even if I were to pick one, well, then I'm the jerk. And then I, those people come after me. So yeah, I'm not That's doing true. that. Yeah. Don't put the target <laughs> on your back. That's fine. We understand. Look, as, and, and I think the, the Spurs are going to be in an interesting place. As you said, Chet Holmgren too, going to be nice to see some eyes on him, but the Pelicans are, are sort of used to not having eyes on us. It's a small market mm-hmm. team. And as a youthful team that is still sort of uh, experiencing some growing pains, but that's sort of where you hope that that maybe some teams overlook us. Maybe we can surprise some teams in the West. Because, yeah, you look at that that slate, and it's an absolute murderer's row. So they're going to have to grow up <laughs> real quick uh, or learn some hard lessons fast, it seems like. Look, and you guys are in, you're in great hands with C.J. McCollum. He's one of my yeah. favorite people in this league. Got to work with him um, at ESPN. We would come into studio and do some of that stuff. So I, as far as vets go in this business and, and who you would want to sort of hand over – the young guys too. I don't think you could have asked for a better guy in that regard. And, and yeah, just go out there and annoy people. Being annoying is good. I mean, I think it's fun because not everybody gets to be a favorite and not everybody gets to be sort of this top pedigree team roster from top to bottom. Some people just have to be the annoying little brother who actually comes in and causes (laughs) problems. I kind of love that role. I think that role is fun and, um, feisty and and fans sort of gravitate towards those stories so i i've always been a big fan of that play you know one thing that you said a second earlier we made a brief comment about the lakers it made me realize that we can find some common ground with you in terms of the animosity that we (laughs) hold towards the lakers (laughs) when you said that you know that the fact that they're deeper than ever 
is uh, very Ugh. annoying. I feel like yeah. maybe the next time the Pelicans play the Lakers, we can have you on as like the Lakers correspondent, but it's all just Ugh. negative stuff about the Lakers. <laughs> There's like no professionalism in my report. It's just <laughs> absolutely just one fan yeah. saying a bunch of words that aren't nice. <laughs> yeah, beer helmet on. That's fine. It's New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, we we were actually looking at the uh, the fashion comparisons uh, that that Shams Ooh. was doing, and uh, we saw that the Michelle Beadle. Nikola Jokic uh, Shams fashion comparison that seemed I, that seemed like it was right up your alley, you know, because he's you know he's a cool guy, but he's not trying too hard to be cool. Seems like it might be your vibe. I might actually some could say I could try a little harder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad. You know what? It's the, not trying too hard is always the way to go. There's a fine line though between not trying too hard and straight up floppy um and that kind of nba fashion for me and i know the other sports no i shouldn't say all the sports nfl has come a long way as well so they've got some guys out there that are willing to sort of take some some risks when it comes to what they wear walking into the stadiums um you know travis kelsey's become one of those but to me for my money the entrance for WNBA and nba players has become you know it's a part of the show now it's not just the game it's the, them getting there is part of the game as well, and I love it because some of these guys are passionate about what they put on. Is it good stuff? No, not necessarily, <laughs> right. but it's still fun to talk about and look at. <laughs> yeah, brands are built around it. It's, it's fun to see. Yeah. I don't think I could pull it off, but it's nice to see someone who can, like Jim here. <laughs> it, exactly. Let's the, do it. So what was, what was your reaction to, to Shams saying that about making the comparison to you and Jokic in terms of your attire? Was that, were you cool with that, or was that something that I mean, you I know you're a Jokic fan. Yeah, no, I'm totally fine. Look, Jokic has stepped up his game in the fashion world. Like, there were, I'd say, 75% of what we showed or what we got to see of him last year was very sort of Peaky Blinders-esque, yeah. which is not bad. I mean, yeah. if you're going to put an effort in, that's definitely an effort. So as nonchalant and lazy-faire as he is about when you're asking basketball questions during the offseason, which is part of his charm, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, um, he has definitely taken a step forward in the past. Let's not, it was not that long ago that we had Dirk Nowitzki and Tim Duncan to look at. Those were bad fashion. They <laughs> were not true. good. Yeah, those um, 90s And suits. both of those guys dress better now than they ever did as players. Mm, that's so, true. Yeah, they, they actually have tailors and stuff now. I remember everyone looking like they were in the talking heads when they were walking <laughs> into the NBA arenas when that was like the big thing. It's like, how do you make a seven-footer oh. look like he's floating in a suit? Somehow they did it. Yeah, it was it incredible. Like- like little kids that stole the seats from their parents. I was <laughs> yes. like, how? How is that happening? But they, they all rocked it in that successive phase. I'm glad it's come and gone. Yeah, well, I'm, I might bring it back. We'll see. I'm, I got to try some stuff this season. But, uh, Michelle, thanks so much for hopping on with us. Uh, again, we're excited about this season. Going to be interesting to see your Spurs as well. Uh, good luck to you guys, but but not too much luck, all right? No, no. Uh, good luck to you guys, but only just don't beat the Spurs. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Bye. We good, got luck, good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Oh man, that was fun. That's my kind of guest, Jim. Just a just a fun time. Uh, Michelle Beadle, give her a follow over on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Michelle D. Beadle. Here we go. As I look at the calendar, as I pronounce it, it is a Western Conference Wednesday, it seems. Western Conference Wednesday. I knew there was something going on in this room. The atmosphere was different. It kind of changed. Yeah, it, yeah. it changed, man. It got a little more intense. Now I know. Mm-hmm. The strobe light, I think, is a, is a useful touch. Thanks for that. <laughs> yes, it is. The first of many Western Conference Wednesdays. 20-plus 20, 20 Western Conference Wednesdays, Wednesdays we're going to have throughout the uh, 
regular season. So yeah, I I, kind of want to change the format a little bit from what we did last season. Last season, I would usually kind of talk about which games are taking place tonight, but I feel like the timeliness part of that isn't always great because, you know, people have busy lives. They can't always listen to it immediately. And there's a lot of games. When we post it. Right. There's a ton of games. So, um, but for one of the, uh, for the first week of this, this year, I actually put a poll out on X and I listed four teams, Houston, OKC, Portland, and San Antonio. And I said, which young West team attempting to make a return to the NBA playoffs will you watch the most on League Pass this season? Mm-hmm. The Thunder were the winners of this oh. poll, or at least the leaders. And with just over 50% of the votes, the Spurs have 40% as I as I discuss this right now. I wonder if there's some hate bias there with the local market. Who knows? Possibly. Yeah. Um, Houston and Portland actually got a very minimal number of vo- votes, which was a l- little bit surprising. But when you consider that Oklahoma City has Chet Holmgren coming into play and they already were a pretty fun team and the Spurs have Wemby. Um, Maybe I shouldn't have been too shocked that those two were lapping the field in terms of votes. Um, But in terms of the Thunder, um, and again, new format this year, my Western Conference team of the week for Western Conference Wednesday in in the first edition of this is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Basically, I mean, for, for one thing, they're one of those teams where they finished two games behind the Pelicans last season. They played them in the play-in tournament. Yep. Um, I think, in general, I feel like a lot of people are predicting that these two teams will be close to each other in the standings. Um, so I think that makes them, for a lot of reasons, a team to watch and a team that New Orleans fans should be monitoring throughout the season. Yeah. In terms of their opening week of the of the schedule, they have some tasty, juicy matchups, if I can go back to the juicy Chef reference. Jim here. <laughs> They start with a game at Chicago. Uh, then Friday, they're at Cleveland. Very good team. Made the playoffs last year. Sunday, they have the defending champion Nuggets in OKC. Uh, Monday, they back-to-back against Detroit. And then next Wednesday, they actually host the Pelicans, kind of to tie this all together. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how they do the Thunder in the first week of the season, especially yeah, that's a, that's a stretch in the games against Cleveland and Denver. So. When we revisit this a week from now, we'll be able to say, hey, we'll be able to look back and say, you know, maybe this team is even better than a lot of the optimistic uh, predictions have been for them so far. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Uh, Jim is a gambling man. I'm willing to roll the dice with him anytime. Uh, I want to see how this shakes up because, again, we talked about it on other podcasts. This is not an easy schedule to kick off this season, and Mm -hmm. it seems like the Western Conference is just – as loaded as it's ever been so we're gonna see the the medal of this pelicans team early and uh i'm excited man we are uh, we are in regular season form check us out again on friday we have mr mark spears of espn and the anscape uh local guy mark spears from the new orleans area we're excited to hear his takes on the pelicans uh the nba in general always great to hear from him so tune in to that Uh, We will talk to you once again then. For Mr. Jim Eichenhofer, I am Joe Cardosi. And until then... Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.